Welcome into another episode of Betting the Pitch. I'm your host, the real underscore G Warner. It is Friday, April 28th, uh, and we're going to go through the European soccer card for this weekend. I'm going to do the shout out for um, Patreon subscribers. Thank you for, for coming in. The support is always appreciated. Things are going well over there. Uh, come on in. The water's warm. Uh, suggest checking that out. We've got a pregame.com promo code. Uh, also have for 20% off. Also uh, going to go through with an ultimate best bet at the end of show. Uh, just to make sure everyone sticks around. I guess you could fast forward to the end, but I uh, would appreciate you listening to the whole thing uh, and really coming at me on uh, the real underscore G Warner on Twitter or P- Patreon or on Instagram, sign some DMs, ask some questions, bring up some thoughts. Um, really appreciate like, for instance, recently people shouting out, telling me that uh, Bruno Fernandez was suspended for a Europa League game. That was very helpful. Um, might as well shout out exactly who told me that. Uh, I think that was uh, Jeffrey Neal uh, on Twitter. So appreciate that. Um, anyone, certainly if I'm saying something that you think is wrong, please correct me. Uh, I'd rather find out immediately than uh, after I made a bet or when a lineup comes out or something like that. And I'm spending uh, a bunch of Google searches trying to figure out why Bruno Fernandes is not in the lineup or something like that. Um, as always, you guys are the best. So thank you for the support. If you're on YouTube, please hit subscribe. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leave a five-star review. Same sort of thing goes for Spotify as well. Um, checking in to see if any had any reviews have come in since the last episode. Uh, nope, still my guy, Mortal Locks. Appreciate that. Been following for one and a half years. Hope you're still there and uh, appreciate the support, of course. Um, yeah, so I'm going to pick a top five or a best bet from the top five European soccer leagues ultimate ultimately come up with an ultimate best bet end of show. Uh, And then let's see, is there anything else I need to cover today before we get in? Um, We had a lot of action midweek in Spain and England, plus Copa Italia as well. And Italy, obviously, Um, but pretty clear weeks for um, the French league and also the Bundesliga, uh, which will come the later portion of the show. But um, might as well get into it. All lines quoted in this podcast are courtesy of betonline.ag, my favorite place to get my bets down early. Reduced juice is offered on almost every game you want to bet right up until game time. Please follow the link found in this podcast description to fund your account. Use the promo code GW50 to receive a 50% match bonus up to $1,000. So go get a grand. Um, you'll be glad you did. Uh, if anyone knows that advertising slogan from Rhode Island, uh, shout, shout out, or maybe Southern New England, you might know that. Um, don't know why it's still in my mind, but here we are three minutes into a podcast. Might as well go to it and we'll start in England and that's where the money is. So first match, this is Saturday, 6.30 a.m. Central time. Or, yeah, early. Uh, Crystal Palace currently a pick to West Ham. Over-under is two and a quarter, juiced heavily to the under. More juice on Crystal Palace at home. Uh, minus 113 currently on bet online. Um, West Ham, you know, pretty good fight against Liverpool midweek, but didn't work out. I mean, they've been playing so well, getting some very important results, moving on to the semifinals of the Europa Conference League. Also, more importantly, getting away from the relegation zone. Here's a good chance against Crystal Palace, who are not a beach team yet. Uh, Beach team, teams that are thinking about their vacation summer plans or whatever, because there actually is a summer this year, um, which I'm more than looking forward to. Uh, Might catch up on some sleep I've been missing for the last what feels like nine months. Um, but Crystal Palace, uh, not there yet. Uh, also, I mean, they're a great home team have played really well, uh, in front of their home crowd, their new manager, who's an old manager multiple times, Roy Hodgson came in and kind of stabilized a team that was looking like it was drifting towards relegation. Um, but my bad, um, thought we were muted than we actually were. Um, and so, I think with Crystal Palace, their offense has never been very good. It seems to be a lot better at home. They have a huge crowd advantage. And uh, at the current pick there's not a lot for me to do there with West Ham. Uh, I'd want them to be an underdog. I don't think they'll climb big enough uh, to a quarter goal unless it's going to be really, really expensive. And I'm trying to reduce the juice I play in the sport. Uh, as for uh, the total, I am interested. I Probably my strongest lean is the under two and a quarter in this one. Very juice right now might fall down to two. At two, I'm probably not as interested, but I don't expect West Ham to have as much success on their set pieces, which are low expected goal type of attempts anyway. 
Um, don't see a lot of offense in this one though. So I'll be seeing if that two and a quarter stays and if it maybe gets a little bit less pricey before kickoff early tomorrow morning. Next we'll go to Brentford hosting Nottingham Forest. Currently Brentford, a three quarter goal favorite with all the juice right now over unders two and a half juiced slightly to the under, um, Brentford really good performance beating Chelsea, but like who hasn't done that lately? Um, literally everyone has beaten. I think ever since Frank Lampard took over, he hasn't won a match. No idea why they appointed him. Um, uh, no idea what anything at Chelsea does though, but this is not the Chelsea match. So we'll stick with Brentford, Nottingham Forest, uh, Forest with a huge result, big win, um, bringing them out of the drop zone in the premier league, huge, huge, huge. Um, but still got a long way to go. Um, now they go on the road, having to follow up a big upset victory against Brighton. Uh, and now they get Brentford who, um, still look like they care. I feel like the, the odds makers, the marketplace has really disrespected Brentford for a long time now. Um, three quarter gold underdog at Chelsea is hilarious that it closed there, but not enough money was back in the bees, apparently. Um, NFO, you know, they're uh, or NFFC is probably the best way to say it. NFO sound like I'm just watching NBC Sports here in the U.S., but um, I, I do think this is going to be a competitive match. I, I think Brentford's offense is never something you really trust. Um, to score a lot of goals, I think you expect them to score in most matches they play. They have a defensive-minded kind of setup. They're still a low-budget team in a, the highest-budget league in the world. Nottingham Forest uh, were a low-budget team, but spent a ton of money thanks to their ownership group uh, bringing in players. I'm not sure it's worked just yet, but it's certainly gotten a little bit better lately. And the big one this weekend is certainly going to add some confidence for them. I feel like uh, with this type of number, Nottingham Forest is still the team that has more to play for. Um, but that's not a great thing when you're in the relegation fight. I'm looking for that number to climb to a full goal. Um, might get there by the time we kick off. I also lean to under two and a half just because I think Brentford is really, they score goals, but they're really not the most likely team to score. I think that's probably why the market hasn't really liked them for a while. Um, it's hard to see Nottingham Forest scoring a bunch on the road. I got to say, uh, I feel like they're going to play a very defensive brand on the road now that they have some sort of light at the end of the tunnel after their big win last weekend or midweek, excuse me. Um, but we'll see if this number climbs to one, lean to under two and a half as we speak. Brighton then hosts Wolves last one, a very short card on Saturday. Brighton a one goal favorite with all the juice right now over two and three quarters juiced heavily or all the juices on the under. Um, Brighton is a one goal favorite. Laying all the juice might climb to one and a quarter. Um, that's a pretty big price for them, though. They've really uh, held up against the marketplace's beliefs or, or market has respected Brighton for a while this year. And they've been putting up the, the points to kind of deserve it. I don't know necessarily that I believe in their offense as much, but um, it's been doing it. Uh, they've certainly made me pay for not believing in their offense. It still doesn't seem that trustworthy to me. And they came come off a FA Cup quarter or semifinal where they played 120 minutes, lost in a shootout, which is pretty disappointing and, and killed some confidence, I think. Then went on the road, didn't play very well at Nottingham Forest. I feel like this is a big test for Brighton right now. They seem to be up for it and they seem to have European beliefs and hopes on their minds. And that's a big deal. But I do think when you're needing to win matches and all of a sudden from a place where you never really expected to and then things don't go great, I do feel like that shakes your confidence even more and you kind of get a little fed up a little bit. You lose a lot of your patience and that's not a good thing in this sport because ultimately in soccer, you win matches 1-0 or 2-1. Um, from a Wolves standpoint, still don't trust their offense. Their defense has been really, I think, obstinate, really physical ever since Lovatecki came in and that's exactly what they needed. Um, they're moving away from relegation, but still not, I think, safe by any means just yet. Um, with the Brighton, I mean, offense, I I mean, I still don't really believe in it. I got to say it's a gigantic total for Wolves. Brighton have been scoring a ton. They have a very offensive manager. But I think Wolves are going to go there and try to play defense as much as they can. I trust Lopetegui more than I trust and, and I trust defensive managers more than I trust an offensive mind like Deserby, who's going to push forward. I don't know that Wolves have enough really to to threaten Brighton on the counter as much. Certainly they can, like any team in, in the English Premier League. But uh, I think it's going to go a long way to see this number try to hit three goals. I think it's going to be hard to do. It's certainly possible. Uh, but you get a little bit of safety. You push half if it ends on three with an underplay right now. Um, that's probably my biggest one interest in this one. Also, if Wolves climb to, to two and three quarters, I'll be interested there. The strongest lean is under two and three quarters. Moving to Sunday, Manchester United host Aston Villa. Currently, Manchester United, a three-quarter goal favorite at home. All Almost all the juice right now in Aston Villa. Over-under is two and three quarters. Very juice to be over. Um, pretty big number for Manchester United at home. They play better there, of course. But Aston Villa has been really a darling lately. They've been playing really well against the spread. Unai Emery, I trust their defense. He's had good success against Manchester United in the past. 
Uh, I believe in it. I believe in him. Um, I'm looking for Villa. I think, I mean, plus one would be a dream. I don't think we're going to get that. Um, and I don't know that I necessarily like the, the under as much, which doesn't, my favorite play in this sport is an under dog and an under. Um, I don't love it on the road, but that's usually where it comes the most. I think at home is the, the ideal dream situation for me. Um, I don't love that. I don't like under as much in this one, um, though. I do feel like that's the path to Aston Villa cover in this match. Um, I think they, they haven't really shown um, weaknesses in offense. Like I would expect And Unai Emery sides, especially against big clubs don't really push out offensively as much, but they've been scoring a lot. Uh, they're playing really great. Also sites around Europe where Manchester United are playing a ton of matches, um, FA cup stuff with the 120 minutes against Brighton going to penalties. They also had the Europa league, so they might be gassed and the Manchester United lineup defensively is also a big concern, which um, I might give away the under interest there, but I also like the side even more. I think when you think about Harry Maguire potentially playing defense, um, if they're not going Luke Shaw permanent, left back now center back Newcastle then host Southampton currently Newcastle one and a half goal favorite all the juice right now over under two and three quarters juice the over um I just don't see a way or a route to backing Southampton um I guess you could probably talk me into an under though Newcastle have been scoring a ton of goals lately have they been deserved in that onslaught against Everton late I'm not sure I really believed in uh but it happened and they scored six against Tottenham Hotspur so certainly the form book says that Newcastle are going to score a lot of goals I don't trust Southampton so uh, I don't think I'm playing under unless I expect it to be a competitive match. Bournemouth then hosts Leeds. Currently Bournemouth, a pick uh, A little bit more juice right now at home. Over-unders two and a half. Juice to the over. Um, Leeds don't deserve a pick on the road. I'm, I know they have more to play for because they're closer to the relegation area. Um, I, I mean, I don't usually advocate uh, home favorites. I'll put it that way, or favorites in general. But I, I think this is way too small of a line for Leeds to be a pick uh, certainly the marketplace is saying that they know something about this one, or maybe Bournemouth is missing a lot of players. I trust Vernier to, to score against uh, anyone on Leeds. Uh, I don't really trust anyone from Leeds to score over under two and a half. I mean, Leeds, unfortunately, I feel like if they're going to go on the road and win this match and they're going to go all out for it, that doesn't really speak well to the under, but I feel like their best strategy is to go and get a point on the road and just keep kind of kicking the can down the road as long as you can uh, Bournemouth certainly see a, a, a draw as a good result for them because Leeds are trying to catch them, especially off the big win at Southampton midweek. Um, I don't really know where goals come from in this one. So I, I like under two and a half. I mean, they possibly come from Leeds mistakes, but Bournemouth want to sit back and counter. I don't think they're going to change their strategy at all. I think Leeds might have more of the ball, which honestly sets them up to be counterattacked even more. Um, but that doesn't really set for goal scoring in this one. So I lean to the home team and the under, maybe not the home dog and under, but it's certainly an ideal situation. Fulham then hosts Manchester city, uh, Fulham, a one and three quarter goal underdog at home. Gigantic over under is three juice to the over. Um, it's really hard to go against Manchester city. I mean, they got a, an Arsenal team who clearly has been running out of gas or the nerves have finally been hitting. It was not really a good performance uh, to say the least, but Manchester city, I mean, they did what exactly they wanted, played a really good game. It's hard to fill all that up again. I just don't know that I'm interested in backing Fulham right now. I feel like they're a team that gets good results against bad teams, but this is the best team in the world. And it's hard to really uh, want to go against them. Even as it did an absolutely gigantic favorite on the road, maybe this climbs a two, but I doubt it based on the juice. Um, hard to see Manchester City winning by more than two goals on the road, but also not that hard considering how well they played and what they just did at home to Arsenal. Over under is three. Um, Fulham haven't been scoring a lot. Their defense has really not been as good as it was uh, for a long stretch of the season before Mitrovic got uh, physical with a referee, I guess. Um, I don't know. I just don't think there's a lot for me in that one. Tottenham and Liverpool is the last match Liverpool are hosting at Anfield. Uh, they're a one and a quarter goal favorite over under three and a quarter um, juices to Tottenham on the road and to the over um, hard to expect Tottenham to defend at all. Um, I don't know with the third manager of the season, though, technically two were some, from the same cut from the same cloth. I don't think a lot of change has changed there. Um, but the Tottenham side, I don't think I want anything to do with it's over. If anything for me in this one, but three and a quarter is gigantic in a soccer match uh, moving to Monday, Leicester hosting Everton currently Leicester, a half a goal favorite, all the juice on Everton on the road over unders two and a half, uh, all the juice on the under. Um, it's not working for Everton right now. Um, they, huh, unfortunately, I feel like they're still an under team with Sean Dyche. It hasn't been as great of a defensive performance or the team just doesn't defend that well, but that's what they have to do because they're not going to outscore anybody. Um, Leicester defense also problematic. Um, 
But I think the strongest lean that I have in this one is under two and a half because I expect there to be uh, a real premium for each goal in this one. Uh, I don't think Everton have the offense to really cause a lot of Leicester problems. I do think Leicester likely have a lot of the ball. Uh, and so Everton's going to have to create in counterattacks. And they don't really have the pace or the speed or the people to do it. Um, I just think this is a disaster game. Big one for the relegation. I'm actually very excited to watch it, um, which is hilarious because you don't have that in any American sport. Usually you just no one wants to watch the, the teams at the bottom. But uh, it matters here when both these teams are in relegation fights. Um, lean to under two and a half in that one. Next, we'll go to Tuesday. Last match we have with numbers, uh, Arsenal hosting Chelsea. Currently Arsenal, three-quarter goal favorite. With all the juice right now, over-unders two and a half juice to the over. Um, I'm like tempted to then switch sides from fading Chelsea for what feels like two months now to actually playing them, uh, especially if it climbs to plus one. It's not there yet. I think I need that full goal of insurance to have any interest in backing Chelsea, who almost assuredly are going to lose this match. Um, big setup for Arsenal that need to get a win to put some more pressure on City. Um, I feel like a big City victory against Fulham is going to really impact their confidence quite a bit. Um, not interested, though, until this is plus one. I like under two and a half. I like that it's getting odds right now because um, I don't expect Chelsea to be a likely scoring uh, machine in this one. They're, seemingly their only goal I can remember was a deflection um, from Gallagher, which I'm not really sure was even deserved because it got deflected and, and really fooled the goalkeeper um, against Brighton. But like, I, man, it's really hard. To, I do feel like there's some value in Chelsea because they just can't constantly get disrespected like this. But they don't deserve any respect at this point either. So um, under two and a half, I guess, is my strongest lean until Chelsea hits plus one. I do expect them to get there, but I don't know if that's really something I want to mess with, to, to be frank. Um, and as for my my best bet to then factor into the ultimate best bet for this show, I'm going to go with the, um, let's see, I'm going to go with the Nottingham Forest under two and a half as my best bet for England. And now let's get into the La Liga, the Spanish La Liga, the top division in Spain. Uh, and so ton of matches is midweek. I'm going to be trying on the um, the legs for sure. Uh, a lot of teams like Mallorca rotated quite a bit and you could see it in their performance despite taking a lead against Atleti. Um, but honestly, depth matters a lot. And I'm going to try to make sure I remind myself while I go into this uh, portion of the show. Osasuna, currently a Friday match. They're a current quarter goal underdog at home to draw. So see that over under is one and three quarters, juice the over. Uh, that number's come down. I think it was two last night um, for good reason. Real Sociedad aren't really the best, uh, most efficient offense, but they do have offensive creators and playmakers, and their defense has been great. Osasuna's offense has been really struggling for a long time now. Um, it's something that I think they have improved quite a bit, but um, ultimately it still gives you a long way to go. I'm interested at under if this is two, but that still feels really low to me. Uh, very juice under right now. So that's not really even on my wavelength or radar. Um, I do like Osasuna as a home dog though. I feel like they um, are very competitive. The problem is that they just are so far behind Real Sociedad offensively. Um, I do think that if you're backing a home dog, I mean, it's almost never a bad idea. Uh, I'm going to need to see lineups and maybe see Real Sociedad potentially playing some strikers that I don't really believe in. Um, they've been getting some fortunate goals lately that I don't think they really deserve. So I lean to Osasuna in this one. Uh, moving to Saturday, Elche hosts Raya Vallecano. Currently Elche, a half a goal underdog over two and a quarter, juiced a little bit more to the under. Um, Elche in a great spot to uh, potentially get more than their second win this season. They're certainly going down and have gotten no points, I don't think, out of their new manager, who I think has really come on to manage them in the Segunda División next season. Um, Rayo, meanwhile, coming off a big upset victory against Barcelona at home. We'll see if they can really focus on this one. They had European sites on in mind, but hadn't won a match in a long, long time. Um, we'll see how much they celebrated. I feel like there's value on Elche. I can't believe I'm saying that. Um, my strongest lean is probably interested in the under two and a quarter as opposed to the getting a half a goal at home. Uh, I do like home dogs, but they are so far off the pace and really they say at every interview that they've just had, it's been a tough season and things have not gone well for them and all the breaks have gone the other way, but they're also a really bad team. So Real Madrid then hosts Almeria, currently Real Madrid, a two and a quarter goal favorite at home. Overrunners three and a half, juice the over. Um, big, big number. I don't expect Real Madrid to cover it, but they seem to be able to do that from nowhere, from time to time. Um, awful performance in midweek without Benzema, who I think was resting. Um, we'll see what happens at this one, but I am very tempted by Lemuria, but I'm going to skip it because I'm 
I don't want to lose. Barcelona then hosts Real Betis. Currently Barcelona, one and a half goal favorite. Over under two and three quarters. Juice to the over. Um, Real Betis have been a shell of themselves. I mean, got a good point at home, Real Sociedad. Uh, but you can see in the post-game interview, Ayosa Perez was very upset about getting a point, which is um, funny. I mean, they got a point from a better team at home, but they need to win those matches. Uh, now they go to Barcelona, and the goal scoring hasn't really been there for Real Betis, I got to say. Um, the defense has been, I think, their calling card, but also it's not really awesome either. Um, my strongest interest is under two and three quarters in this one, though, because that's a gigantic total. Uh, if Barca didn't get a late goal from Robert Lewandowski to cut a two nil deficit, uh, they would be on a, a great under run. And I still feel like they're uh, the unders are, are great for Barcelona because they're still priced too high than they should be. Their offense hasn't been very good. The defense has been surprisingly locked tight um, and Real Betis doesn't have a lot to threaten them with. So I like under two and three quarters in that one, especially it's even money right now and m- might even see a three before this kicks off. And that'll definitely be a bri- buy price for me. Moving to Sunday, Cadiz hosting Valencia, a big battle at the bottom. Cadiz currently a quarter goal underdog at home with all the juice. Over under two and a quarter juice to the under, uh, all the juice on the under. So it might fall to two. Um, I am interested in the home dog and the under here. And uh, I... Probably the worst loss I took midweek was Vida Leeds keeper letting a goal go in and then conceding a 93rd minute uh, loser, uh, which killed my side and total play um, and was absolutely embarrassing to see a Real Vida lead keeper uh, let a, a ball he thought was going wide hit off the post and go in the net. Uh, and honestly, if they get relegated, it will all be on him, I think, because they were in great position with a lead at that point to uh, consolidate and get far, far away from the relegation zone in a Messiah stadium that really gets overrated for its, its crowd value. Um, and Valencia are a team that aren't, aren't good. Uh, Cadiz I think is better offensively than they ever have been in La Liga. Uh, their defense is a little bit problematic and certainly with Folly injured, that's a big concern, but um, I don't think Valencia have enough to really threaten. And Cavani is very old. Um, he's really the focal point offensively. And then around him, there's not a lot to really trust um and so as a road favorite they continue to be road favorites the crowd will probably be uh showing up in droves but Cadiz also might be fighting pretty hard to have a good home field advantage here because they're not safe just yet um I don't expect either of these teams to score a lot of goals um so under and uh the home dog are very interesting to me right now moving to uh the next match on Sunday Villarreal hosting Celta de Vigo Villarreal a half a goal favorite almost all the juice right now over unders two and a half very juice to the over as well um Celta de Vigo playing better. Villarreal, I mean, amazing that they won 4-2. Uh, if you backed uh, Espanol this week, uh, brutal. If you're an Espanol supporter, brutal as well. Um, Villarreal are a bad team. I, I just They keep getting results. I don't know how. Kike Setien not making a substitution in a tough midweek match until the 91st minute or something like that is just malpractice. Um, there's a reason why everyone wants, like, it's what a terrible appointment. He's gotten great results, but they've been all super lucky. Um, I'm interested in Celta. I don't know, like a half of a goal is a decent amount because they go get a road draw and that covers. I mean, the streak that that Villarreal are on is incredible. Uh, I don't love that um, I lean to the over and I want an underdog here because I do feel like there's goals in this one. Both teams have little interest in playing defense. I think Celta Vigo have more because they know they're more problematic defensively than Villarreal are. Um, but I don't see it from Villarreal's offense. I mean, amazing that they scored four goals in a second half against Espanol. But uh, that's probably more speaking of Espanol than it is of Villarreal. And we've seen Villarreal just not show up after wins. Uh, the Real Madrid is a very different situation than being Espanol. Um, but they've been just god-awful and somehow getting results. And those are teams I want to bet against. Moving next to Espanol, speaking of, hosting Getafe. A huge, huge match at the bottom. Um, probably the loser of this match. If there is a loser, they're probably going down. Um, maybe both might be going down as well. Hitafe fired their manager mid midweek. Um, he had done a huge thing to keep them up last season. Uh, it's amazing to me how quick things change and how people just hate this manager that saved them last year. And they completely forgot about that. But, uh, Hitafe with a really bad red card first half and a first half midweek, um, uh, the goalkeeper, David Soria, kind of went in on the captain. I mean, su- suggests there's some infighting though. Certainly Doc, Doc Janay gets a red card feeling feels like every month in this league. Uh, Espanol currently a quarter goal favorite, all the juice in Hitafe on the road over under is two very juicy the under um, where the goals come from in this one. Hitafe are going to try their best to stop goals. Espanol are not really great goal scorers. They're at best counterattack or feast on, on mistakes. Hitafe are probably going to do everything they can not to do that. I do wonder what the new manager is going to do and how he changes 
their lineup strategy, things of that nature. Um, I lean to get that on the road. I don't know that I really want to play that quarter of a goal, but the current plus or the two goals over under is very interesting to me. It's very juicy right now. We might lose it. It might fall below to one and three quarters. That's probably a spot where I skip. Real Valladolid then hosts Atletico Madrid in the nightcap on Sunday. Currently Valladolid, a three-quarter goal underdog at home. All the juice on Atleti on the road. Over-unders two and a half. Juice the over. Uh, Atleti, you know, they've been playing good football. Um, they got a good comeback win from Mallorca, though Mallorca wasn't playing their best. Um, really tough result against Barcelona as well. Deserved more than uh, a 1-0 loss, I got to say. Um, especially the late pain. Uh, penalty that should have been given and just no explanation from the league of refs because they're the worst. Um, but vital lead, I don't know how they come back from outplaying. I mean, taking a, advantage of a mistake from Valencia early and then capitulating and then somehow conceding an equalizer um, off of the post that the goalkeeper was letting go wide. And then even worse, letting some kid who'd never played before Valencia score a goal from outside the box. He didn't have any passing angles, as he said in the post game interview. So, um, they're in bad shape. I'm interested if I really climb to a full goal of insurance right now. I don't see it just yet. I do think that the crowd will be behind them. It's a big, big step for them. Atleti going to win a one nil match feels like a very likely scenario. Um, so maybe if I don't get the plus one, I'm more interested in the under two and a half. I guess I lean to both of them as we speak. Um, but I'll certainly be holding out for that plus one if I back Vitalid's side. Uh, moving to Monday, we have two matches. We have Mallorca hosting Athletic Club. Currently, Mallorca, a quarter goal underdog at home. Overrunners, one and three quarters, juiced heavily to the over. Um, I'm waiting to see if that number climbs. I think uh, Athletic Club, their offense has been better lately. Uh, I don't know if I believe it, but they've been kind of throwing it in my face lately. Uh, the Williams brothers forever are going to run by people, but finishing has been a big problem for them. And it seems like they've been more confident lately, and it's helped their finishing uh, though I don't know necessarily that I believe that will continue forever. I still think that they are speed merchants that really struggle to find the back of the net. Uh, Mallorca did ro- rotate midweek. They're going to play very defensively here. Um, I think that caters to an under for sure, but at, uh, below two, I'm just not really interested in playing that. Uh, we'll see if that number climbs to the two before kickoff. That's one where I would be interested in, in getting that uh, very important um, push on two. Uh, but lean to Mallorca again in that quarter of a goal right now. I think um, they're very competitive at home, especially, and I don't necessarily love the athletic loop side too much. Last but not least, we go Sevilla hosting Girona. Currently Sevilla, a half a goal favorite. All the juice right now in Girona on the road. Over-under is two and a half, juiced to the under. Um, Sevilla aren't an under team. They're going to play offensively and try to score goals. Mendilibar has done really well with them for since he came in, simple, simplifying things, but... Um, I still wonder about them defensively. Girona going to go in there and try to do their best to keep Sevilla out of the net. I feel like Sevilla's matches really have not been easy wins, the ones that they do win. Um, they seem to get them, though, uh, which is great and has really taken them out of the relegation fight or discussion and also has them in Europa League semifinal, which they always seem to dominate, which is incredible. Um, I think... Where I go with this one, it's hard to play an under with Sevilla at this point, though I don't really trust their offense too much. I think I like Girona, the side, getting a half a goal a little bit more. I don't know necessarily that it'll make my card, but it's it's on the list potentially for Monday. Uh, for my best bet for Spain, I'm going to go with the Cadiz under two and a quarter. I just feel like there's not going to be many goals in that matchup. It's a big, big, tough fight at the bottom. Uh, and I think that two and a quarter is too big as we speak. Moving now to Italia, we did have a match that kicked off already. There's Udinese on the road at Lecce, um, but unfortunately, 11.30. Couldn't couldn't beat that one getting out uh, this podcast as I'm currently recording live an hour after it started. Uh, we'll start on the late match on Friday at Spezia hosting Monza, currently a pick More juice on Monza on the road. They've been playing very well lately. Spezia, meanwhile, falling into the relegation concern battle discussion. Overrunners two and a quarter, juice the over. Uh, Mons is an over team, so I don't know necessarily that I have much to do with this one. Spezia, I'd be interested in if they climb to an underdog or fall to an underdog, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen for kickoff. Moving to Saturday, Roma hosts Milan, currently a pick them with a little more juice on Milan on the road. Overner is two, juice to the over. Um, not a lot for me to do this one. Uh, I, I don't really like under here. I think at two, it's too low. Um, and so I think if anything, I like over. Um, and the pick'em, not much for me to do with either. Uh, I'll be interested in if either of them climb to an underdog, but it doesn't look like that's going to happen here. Torino then hosts Atalanta. Currently, Torino, a quarter goal underdog at home with all the juice. Over-under is two and a quarter, juice to the over. Um, Torino, I feel like have pl- they always play good football, especially under, um, not Jokic, that's a basketball player. Um, who, their Croatian manager, can't, can't think of his name as 
uh, as we speak, but you're rich, I believe. Anyway, um, Atalanta on the road, I don't think really they should be a favorite here. So I'm interested in Torino getting that quarter goal. If it stays by the time kickoff comes, I don't know that it will. Um, I, I think Atalanta just haven't really been the same team we've been expecting. Their goals have not really come as easily this year, uh, but I'm not playing unders with them. Ultimately, I just think that they're an offense only team that doesn't have as much offense. So that makes me more interested in the home underdog. Uh, now I'll go to uh, Inter Milan hosting Lazio Sunday morning, early match, big one for it to be at this hour, but I guess they're getting ready for whatever. I, I guess it's champions league midweek um, next week. Uh, Inter currently a half a goal favorite with all the juice right now. Over there's two and a quarter juice, the over um, Inter, you know, big win against Juventus in the Copa Italia midweek. They really did one thing on a great, great find, great goal. Um, from a wing back, uh, everyone, Juve went to, to the striker and then left the wing back who put it right in great goal, great everything, but literally that's all they did the whole match. So I'm just not really a believer in, in them whatsoever. Um, it's been really lucrative betting against them and betting in their unders. I feel like Lazio are a team that can certainly challenge them both as a side, getting that half of a goal, but also the total under two and a quarter, which might climb to two and a half before this kicks off. So I feel like it'd be pretty high because Lazio just seem like a really straight defensive team right now. Um, I do worry a little bit for the side that they can't score goals, but I also think it's going to be a low scoring match. So it's a very good chance you get both of these and a one, one draw would win you both bets. Uh, moving to Napoli, hosting Salernitana. Currently, Napoli a one and three quarter goal favorite. A little bit more of the juice over under is three. Juice the under. Um, scared of Napoli getting healthier and healthier as the season ticks along. Um, now they're out of Champions League. Salernitana can't score, so that does help the under, but uh, doesn't help the side nor make this a competitive match. And competitive matches are unders go to die. Cremonese then hosts Verona coming off their Syria or their Copa Italia elimination. Cremonese a quarter goal underdog at home with all the juice over unders two and a quarter juice to the under. Uh big relegation battle more so for Verona who've been climbing the table. Um I think they're a worthy road favorite. They're a better team than Cremonese. Though Cremonese is going to try to play spoiler here and I do got to say betting the spoiler role in uh in sports is is a really lucrative science to me. Um I don't know. I, I don't want to trust Cremonese. They, they've been rotating a lot for Copa Italia and kind of knew that they weren't likely to do much. Um, a two nothing deficit on aggregate going on the road to Fiorentina and no goals were scored. I mean, I wish I had played under. I didn't want to fall through with it. Just wasn't sure if Cremonese was going to give up a defensive style. But if they didn't do it there, they're not going to do it here. Uh, I think they're going to try to win this match by keeping Verona scoreless and then try to score on their own. So I like Cremonese under two and a quarter on Sunday. Sassuolo then hosts Empoli. Currently Sassuolo, a three-quarter goal favorite over under is two and a half. Juices to the over and to Empoli, the road underdog. Uh, but Empoli have been playing really poorly. Uh, Sassuolo can score goals. I don't know that Empoli can. So there's not a lot for me in that one. Fiorentina then hosts Sampdoria. Fiorentina, a one and a half goal favorite. All the juice in Sampdoria over under is two and three quarters. Juices to the over. Um, I don't really see goals in this one. Uh, Fiorentina played pretty tough. They were in in possession of the ball in the Cremonese side, the whole Colpo Italia match, it felt like. Um, Fiorentina on the other side, or excuse me, Sampdoria on the other side are fighting relegation, look like they're going down. Um, and I think they're going to go on the road and try to win this match. The problem is the best way to do that is by keeping a clean sheet and being as defensive as possible. I don't love back. It's a gigantic total of two and three quarters, juice the over. Um, I do feel like if I get a three, I'm interested. I'm still interested in, in any sort of Samp. Under two and three quarters, though, I just don't really see them scoring goals. Um, next, I'll go to Bologna hosting Juventus. Uh, looks like the last match on the list, and that is Bologna, a quarter goal underdog at home over under two, juice the over. Um, this is a pretty good spot for Bologna getting Juventus coming off a really poor offensive performance um, after really collapsing and conceding a late penalty to Lukaku for uh, a draw in the first leg of the Copa Italia. And now here they are. Um, eliminated from Copa Italia with not a lot to show for midweek. Um, played a ton of minutes for the Milik, and I feel like injuries are back and, and bothering them. Um, didn't really seem to take the Napoli match as seriously last week based on the lineup, but then played really well, deserved to, I mean, went ahead twice, but had goal disallowed and then scored, conceded at the end uh, in brutal fashion. Not a really great spot for, for Juve to be feeling good about themselves, and they go on the road and are a quarter goal favorite doesn't feel good to me i'm interested in bologna and also if the total climbs to two and a quarter in the under bologna have been scoring goals better but i still don't trust them as an offensive juggernaut in this world i'll put it that way um so i'm gonna actually make my best bet uh, it's tough to want to fade Ju juventus because they're a better team than bologna but um and they do get a little bit more time to rest you know i think i'm 
I'm more interested, I think, in the Torino uh, getting a quarter of a goal at home. Uh, I just feel like they are more equal, more of an equal side with Atalanta uh, right now. Uh, next, we'll move to Ligue 1 in France. Um, or excuse me, you know, I usually do the Bundesliga first, so I'll do that. Uh, we do have a Friday match in Bundesliga. Vafel Bochum uh, hosting in a a world stadion derby in, in West Germany. Um, not sure. Those are the great party districts. I went early this season in September and was very unimpressed right before <laughs> Oktoberfest. Uh, keep that in mind, staying calm and, and take the train to Dortmund for a match and then leave, I think is the strategy anyway. Uh, but this is a big matchup. Bochum have been really competitive against Dortmund and now Dortmund have a ton of pressure as they are the Bundesliga Meisterschale if the season ended today. Um, currently Bochum a one and a quarter goal underdog at home over under is three and a quarter, three and a half, excuse me. Um, juice split both ways. I'm interested in Bochum getting a goal and a quarter. Um, I just don't believe in, in Dortmund. I think Dortmund are a much better team, of course, and they're leading the league, but with that comes a lot of pressure and this is a perfect spot for them to fall, uh, victim to a bad performance and then let, uh, relinquish the title to a Bayern Munchen side that, Seems like the team that were going to win it, though they certainly have problems themselves. Um, I think from uh, a Bochum standpoint, things have not been going great lately, though. Um, they do play so much better at home, and this is a really good opportunity for them. Uh, I don't really love an under here. Uh, I feel like the Dortmund defense is still very problematic. It got hot for a little while, and then it's come back to, to earth a little bit. Um, but I do think that leaves this open for a decent performance or potentially – a, a tight game that Bochum will play. If they lose by a single goal at home, they're still covering that spread. So very interested in Bochum getting that one and a quarter goals. Moving to Saturday, Eintracht Feinfurt hosting Augsburg. Currently Eintracht, a one goal favorite. Over-unders two and three quarters juice to be over. Um, Augsburg are a tough team to trust, but uh, Frankfurt have been playing really poorly. So I think my interest, instead of taking the plus one, would be the under two and three quarters, which looks like it might climb to three before game time. Uh, but we'll wait on that one because I don't I'm trying to avoid betting Augsburg matches because they are the worst beats that I ever feel like I take. Uh, Colton then hosts Freiburg, currently pulling a quarter goal favorite at home over under two and a quarter uh, juice to the under. Um, I don't see why Colton are favorite to anybody right now. Um, I'm very surprised to see this one that way. Uh, very juiced right now. Freiburg getting that quarter of a goal, but I like it. I also lean to that under two and a quarter because I don't think Colton can score goals much. Um, I'm surprised in this one. I feel like it might. Juice says a lot right now. It's very heavily juiced on five or minus one twenty eight. Uh, probably will close pick them, but I'm going to try to make sure that I get a piece of five before that happens. RB Leipzig then hosts TSC Hoffenheim. Currently Leipzig a one and a quarter goal favorite over under is three. Juices to the over and to the home team in Leipzig. Uh, Hoffenheim have been playing better. Uh, Leipzig have really kind of been struggling lately, uh, but they're a much better team at home. Hoffenheim's defense I think is questionable. Um, I don't necessarily like an under here. So it makes me, it makes it hard for me to want to play an underdog that are greater than a goal. Uh, Football club Union Berlin then host uh, Bayer Leverkusen. Currently Union Berlin, a pick them at home with all the juice on Leverkusen on the road who have been playing great, but I'm surprised to see this one over unders two and a quarter juice the over. Um, I don't expect a ton of goals in this one. Union are going to sit back and defend. They play the same way every time. Leverkusen are going to play forward and be on the front foot and they're going to try their best to create but they won't have a lot of space. And I really like the Union side at the pick'em. I don't think it's enough for me right now, but uh, we'll see if it gets there. It's hard to play unders with Leverkusen because they don't really, they they sacrifice defense for offense so much. Um, but I lean to under there as well. Uh, I just feel like this is an Union side that are, their, their minds are, are fixed on getting up the table and finishing the Champions League spot. They won't admit it. Um, and I think they're a team that can do it, especially in the Bundesliga uh, with all the problems that are on the other sides right now. VfB Stuttgart, a three-quarter goal favorite to Borussia Mönchengladbach. Uh, all the juice on Gladbach on the road. Over-unders two and three quarters, juiced to the over. Uh, Gladbach have been a bad team on the road this year. Um, they've got a lot of, I mean, so many contracts coming off the books and it's going to be a very new team next year. And then how much do these players care about their team? I think they're all trying to give good performances, but Stuttgart as a big favorite just doesn't really gel for me. Uh, Gladbach are going to sit back in a counterattacking style. That's what they want to do. That's what they do everywhere. Um, I feel like they still have the better scorers on the pitch with uh, Marcus Suram and playoff. He's a, a little bit healthier off of a stomach illness or something like that. Um, I'm not a believer in Stuttgart. I feel like 
Uh, also, it's gigantic total for Stuttgart, who have struggled to score. Their offense is not great. Their defense is not great either. I lean to the road dog and to the underdog uh, in that one. Schalke Nofia, then host Werder Bremen. Uh, big battle of big clubs, one that should be in the relegation fight, Werder Bremen, how they've been playing, and one that is in Schalke. Schalke with a big win last weekend or last Friday, currently a quarter goal favorite at home right now. Werder Bremen with most of the juice right now is a quarter goal underdog, over under is two and a half. Uh, juice to the over. I'm most interested. I'm not back in Schalke as a, as a home favorite, I'll admit, but I do like the under a lot because I just don't think that Werder Bremen, uh, they're one of the most efficient goal-scoring clubs in the Bundesliga. That won't continue. Uh, it hasn't continued. And that's why they've been struggling so much lately. Um, I don't really trust Schalke to score a bunch of goals. I think this is one of those matches where Werder Bremen feel the pressure of relegation and they go in and play defensively. Um, I don't think that changes really their style but I think it makes it really hard to see three goals in this match. Moving to Sunday, Bayern München, then host Erta Berlin, calling Bayern a two-and-a-half goal favorite over under three and a three quarters, just the over, gigantic number. Um, I'm not backing Erta Berlin, no way. Uh, Wolfsburg then host Mainz, the last matchup of the weekend. Uh, currently, Wolfsburg, a quarter goal favorite with most of the juice on Mainz in the road over under two-and-a-half, juice to the over. Um, two teams that really don't have great offensives. Mainz pretty much create from... Uh, creating defensive turnovers. Um, so I like under there because uh, Volkswagen to me aren't just a goal scoring team at this point. Um, I don't necessarily, I mean, you got to make Volkswagen a favorite here, I think based on um, being at home, but there's not a lot of other reasons for that. Uh, mine's been playing really well. I, I, I like that side quite a bit. Uh, we'll see if that ends up getting it towards my card. I'm not sure it'll be there, but I do like it. And, uh, and I like the under as well. Um, so looking at the, for a best bet for the Bundesliga, I still have an ultimate best bet coming up. Of course, promo code and uh, another shout out to uh, where you can find these podcasts. I'm going to go with the Sport Club Freiburg. Uh, they're currently getting a quarter of a goal on the road at Köln. Also, over under is two and a quarter. I think Freiburg are better teams. So I'll take the quarter of a goal on the Sport Club Freiburg in that match. So now, last but not least, we'll go through the French League, uh, get you ready for the whole weekend, and then close up shop with the ultimate best bet at the end of the show. Um, we'll start with the Friday match. We have Strasbourg hosting Lyon. Currently, Strasbourg a pick em, a little bit more juice on Lyon on the road. Over-under is two and a half, juice to the over. Um, Lyon matches are very offensive. It's hard to see an under in that one. I do lean to Strasbourg at home, but they're unfortunately not getting a quarter of a goal, and I think that's my minimum buy price. Moving to Saturday, Lille hosts Ajaccio. Currently, Lille a one and three-quarter goal favorite with a little bit more juice over-unders, two and three-quarters juice to the over. We have been really fortunate in their wins lately. I'm not sure that I trust them to continue too much more um but they're facing one of the worst teams in the league it looked like Jasio are certainly going down especially because there are four teams going down from league on so reduced from 20 to 18 teams so no leans just yet moving to sunday monaco host montpellier currently monaco a one and a quarter goal favorite all the juice on montpellier on the road over under is three juice the over montpellier down teje savanier with a ridiculous red card he seems to get them all the time um but the semi one still beat uh ren which was incredible um, now they go on the road to Monaco, who know will score. I think my interest in this one, I know, shocking, get ready for it. I like over three uh, in that one, but uh, I'm not sure that'll probably be <laughs> I'm not an over player. So it's weird, weird for me to say that out loud. Essa uh, Trois then hosts Nice, currently Trois, a three-quarter goal underdog at home, over-unders two and a half, juice to the over. Um, nice has been playing really poorly. Looks like Didier Degaud, who is perfect to start with his uh, Nice career. Looks like he might not be keeping that job anymore because they've been really struggling, went out of the conference league. Um, in really bad fashion. Twa are a bad team, though. So I don't know what to do with that one. Uh, dang, a lot of tough matchups in France so far. Ren then hosts Angers. Um, Ren, they fortunately, they have not been playing well lately, have been really bad on the road all season, including losing the, a, a, a goalless draw, was looking like it was in the cards. And then they um, got a Montpellier guy sent off, like I said, Teji Savanier. And then ultimately lost the match. It's incredible the way they lost. Um, but the road road woes are serious. Now they catch Angers, who are bottom side, who know they're going down, who've been playing pretty well lately. Got a draw, or excuse me, a get, they covered, nearly drew PSG last week, uh, beat Lille, um, drew Nice before that. I've been playing really well. Um, hard for me, I mean, how do you see Ren winning by multiple goals? I just, I don't think you do it. They did beat Rems by multiple goals a couple of weeks ago. It shows their home road Jekyll Hyde splits, but 
man, I'm looking to be against them. I think if anything, if the one and a half isn't enough on Angers, I don't know that they score goals. That does concern me a little bit. I lean to the under two and three quarters as well there, but dog and under on the road are very interesting to me. Uh, Claremont foot then hosts the Rams. Currently Claremont, a quarter goal underdog at home over under two and a quarter juice to the over. Um, Rams just aren't a great offense, but Claremont foot seem to get a mil- They're the penalty merchants at home. They get a ton of them. Uh, I don't know necessarily. I like, Claremont enough because I feel like they fall behind one nil. It's going to be really hard for them to get back in the match uh, unless they get a penalty, which is hard to expect. Um, I lean to under two and a quarter, uh, especially that might climb to two and a half before by the time this one kicks off. PSG then hosts Lorient. Currently PSG, a two and a quarter goal favorite. All the juice on Lorient on the road over under three and a quarter or three and three quarters uh, with split juice. Um, Lorient, it's too big of a number. Lorient are going to play defensively, sit back, counterattack. Uh, I think they can play and make this really competitive. Um, I do want to say that betting two and a quarter goal underdogs against PSG never seems to go work well for me, but PSG, this isn't the same PSG team. They they're far ahead in the league on title race. They don't really have a lot. I mean, I guess with a big win after against Lowell's last weekend, uh, that was huge for them, but also they, I mean, got a, or two weeks ago, but they also got a red card and that completely changed that match. Um, I think there's some value there. There's probably a little more safety in backing under two, three and three quarters. <laughs> I mean, it's a gigantic total, which I don't really see why Laurent matches have such big totals that they're, they don't score a ton of goals. Um, but there's some way to play this one that is a combination of backing Laurent, but um, probably taking that under three and three quarters would probably be smarter. I don't know. It's it's hard to say. PSG, I feel like have have had big problems before. Only a 2-1 victory against Angers last weekend from a 2 nothing lead, I guess, is, is saying something kind of let their foot off the gas, but they need to get that other goal to send it over for this one. And Lorient have proven how to defend PSG. They've beaten them, I think, last year or so uh, at home. So I, I think there's some value there. Um, might have a French Coupe de France as well this weekend, so I probably need to look into that one. But um, yeah, uh, I'll just finish the league on card and then and circle through that one if I need to. Uh, Marseille, last match on Sunday, they're hosting Algier. Marseille, one and a half goal favorite. Over under two and three quarters, uh, split juice right there. Uh, Auger have been really great defensively. Uh, it's going to be a big, big test for them to go on the road to Marseille. I think I lean to the under two and three quarters more so than the one and a half goals that Auger are getting. Um, certainly, if it's climbed to three, I'll be much more interested there. Auger are, are trying to stay in this league and they're doing it based on defense. They got a big win last weekend. Uh, I feel like they're in good shape and they've Marseille have not been playing great. So uh, I think it's going to be hard for there to be three goals in this matchup. The, the big question is, I'll share coming off a, a Lille draw, um, which I think was very much deserved um, as a one goal underdog on the road. Or I think that was at home, actually. Um, they haven't gotten a lot of respect. I feel like this is another example of that. And the total is, I think, too high for all share matches, which have been very, very low scoring games. Uh, moving to Tuesday. So, yeah, I think this is a combination of matches because the Coupe de France this weekend. Uh, Toulouse currently a three-quarter goal underdog at home with all the juice right now. Over under two and three quarters, juice slightly to the over. Lons are in a great spot to catch Toulouse either off the heartbreak of a Coupe de France defeat or the celebration of a Coupe de France victory. Toulouse are going to play front-footed and try to play aggressively. I don't think they're going to change much. They might have a much weaker team, though, that's out there, and that's great for Lons who are trying to capitalize and, and, and really grab that second automatic slot for Champions League. Um, moving to Wednesday, Stade Brestois hosts Nantes, currently Brest, projected to be a quarter goal favorite over under two and a half, a um, little more juice on the home team and on the under. Uh, I also would lean under there and to Nantes as a quarter goal underdog, but this is one of the bigger ones to see what the lineups will look like because I don't know what they will, will be. Um, I don't think there are a lot of goals in that matchup no matter what, though, so that does interest me there. Uh, let's see if there's a Coupe de France number, which I would be very interested in. Yes, there is. So Nantes Curly, uh, this I think is on a neutral side. I don't know exactly where it's being played, uh, but Nantes Curly, a pick to loose with all the juice right now. And then some might even climb to a favorite over under two and a half juice to the over. Um, Nantes are defensive side to loose are the offensive side. Um, I don't really trust Toulouse being this much better than Nantes though. So I'm very interested in Nantes. As a as a, a pick them right now, but I, I want to see that climb to a quarter of a goal. They were back then basically the entire run to Coupe de France championship last year. They are the holders of the title. I also lean to under two and a half, but it's a little bit hard. I mean, the competitive nature of cups, I, I think, does lean to under more. Toulouse are not an under team, though. So that does throw that up a little bit uh into, into the arms. This is a, a late match Saturday evening in France. 
Um, Nalt, I mean, they're going to have great support. Toulouse probably will as well, but I trust the Nalt defense, spine, all those sort of things. If everyone's healthy, which is a big if, because they've been banged up playing in the Europa League this year and somehow making uh, the second round or to the knockout stages. But um, it's been a tough run for them. They're still fighting relegation. They're in the thick of it right now. So there's a lot a lot up in the air. I think a lot will be told what they're going for um, with I, trying to, I think they're trying to defend a Coupe de France title. They're going to go all out for it, but there's definitely some pause or some concern for me because Alban Lafont haven't really been playing and it's such a good goalkeeper that there's definitely a downgrade to their backup. They'll clearly have gotten here even with a second choice. So uh, now we've reached the ultimate best, best bet portion of the show. I got uh, a couple things to mention before I get there, though. On pregame.com, use the pro- promo code CITY20, coming off a big, big victory over Arsenal. Get 20% off for all listeners of the soccer podcast only. Looks like City are going to win the title. So go win some money uh, for any of our great handicappers at pregame. Uh, I got a baseball pod that's on right now with Scott Seidenberg. Uh, we're putting out picks daily for, for baseball. I think he's doing hockey as well. Uh, of course, you got my soccer stuff coming out as well. If you're wanting to, to check out that medium, I would recommend potentially looking at my Patreon podcast. You get everything all in one place that's offered at, at pregame for a much lower price. Um, but certainly if you're into pregame, stay there. Uh, use the promo code, get 20% off city 20, but also would check out patreon.com slash the real underscore G Warner. Uh, be a great spot. I would suggest if you're looking to follow me a little bit more closely and get a little bit more um live updates on uh what i'm playing instead of more of a, a nightly look ahead that i'm doing on pregame um huh, other than that uh i think i might have forgotten to give a, a best bet for um for france um so i will make sure i do that before we get out of here um but uh i think it's time let's see anything else i need to cover so make sure i'm not forgetting <laughs> i hope not uh i think we're i think we're good we're going to be good because that's all I can think of at the moment. This is a real underscore G Warner on Twitter and Instagram. It's betting the pitch number 191. Thanks for hanging out. For my best bet for England, I like the Nottingham Forest under two and a half. In Spain, the Cadiz under two and a quarter. In Italy, Torino getting a quarter of a goal. In Germany, Sports Club Freiburg getting a quarter of a goal. And last but not least, in France, the under two and a quarter in the Claremont foot match. Uh, but as for my best bets and, and the ultimate best bet on this show, I'm going to give you the Cadiz under two and a quarter goal spread. I really like the under uh, dog and under in that matchup. I love the pairing of the two uh, side and totals, a nervy bet to make. If you're watching a match, it makes every second even more important, but I just don't trust Valencia. They got a huge win in savage time. I don't believe that it was deserved. It seemed very fortunate, but a lot of accounts, Cadiz, no, they're not safe yet. They're going to play really good defense. It's going to be really hard to score on them. And I don't think this is going to be, I think there's a good chance for a goalless match in a big relegation battle at the bottom of La Liga. So that'll do it for this episode of Betting the Pitch number 191. If you're on YouTube, please hit subscribe. If you're on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, please leave a five-star review. Uh, get me up the search bars. If you're on YouTube, hit subscribe. I think I already said that. If you're on Twitter, uh, hit the follow button, the real underscore G Warner. And uh, feel free to interact on DMs, anywhere you can find me, Instagram. Uh, Twitter or Patreon as well. Um, make sure you, you check out Patreon if you're interested in this sort of stuff. Baseball coming out there all the time. Uh, soccer as well. And uh, look forward to seeing you all soon. So be well. Let's win some money. And uh, I'll talk to you all shortly.